in movies, TV series, video games, books, and more. This is Potential Picks. Hello and welcome back to another edition of Potential Picks. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and I'm joined by my co-host, Taylor Sokol. Today we're reviewing the sci-fi action comedy Free Guy. This was written by Matt Lieberman and Zach Penn and directed by Sean Levy. Now, Taylor, this was uh, uh, another movie that we were hoping to get last year. Uh, it was due to come out and then just continually got pushed and pushed and pushed and finally got to be released here in the summer of 2021. So why don't you give us a brief synopsis for Free Guy. Today, this is a non-spoiler review. Absolutely. So Free Guy, uh, title character who is played by Ryan Reynolds, uh, who also produced this film, is a bank teller who discovers that he is actually a non-playable character, or NPC, in an open-world video game and becomes the hero of the story, uh, saving his friends from deletion by the game's creator, who is played by Taika Waititi. Uh, this film also stars Jodie Comer, Joe Carey, Lil Ray Howery. Uh, so yeah, as Chris, yeah, as you said, this is another one of those films that was delayed because of the pandemic, but... Uh, you know, again, a film that, you know, needed to be released in theaters uh, for such a big, you know, action film. And pretty excited about this film. Right off the bat, I was pretty pumped when I saw the trailer that this is going to be, you know, a kind of love letter to all video game fans where, you know, we, we, we as especially modern video game uh, players as we are, as you've seen, as video games have become more and more advanced, it's kind of funny to see this. Uh, this film really was great because it had a lot of um, a lot of influences from a lot of great films out there. Right, right away, you know, talking about video games, Grand Theft Auto, any of those sandbox games, um, to Ready Player One, a uh, little bit of The Matrix, and even The Truman Show. So it's kind of see to uh, see all these different influences at work. Uh, the film, I love the the colors. I love the 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 lighting was great. Uh, I thought that. Um, the blend of action and, you know, computer was just really great. And it was kind of one of those like kind of hodgepodge games. This is kind of what um, a very more comedic take and kind of a lot of stuff I wanted in Ready Player One that they kind of had in this movie. Yeah, this movie definitely highlighted what it is to play video games where you get to be the user and how ridiculous, you know, the choices are of, unlimited type of weapons, unlimited type of uh, scenarios you can be in. And of course, as with every video game, there are the random people just walk around and kind of taking that and highlighting a story of what would happen if one of those characters became a little more self-aware and started to play like one of the users. Um, definitely, I think Truman Show was the biggest uh, inspiration for this movie because a lot of it is uh, self-awareness and how much you know, they kind of play into, we have to play the same scenario every day because uh, we have new users playing these games and they're, the, you know, as they refer to in the movie, the, the people with glasses are the ones that are the special ones, which we know in the real world are people that are actually play in this game. So I love that they did play with that element. And even like, you know, this is something that uh, for, he would say all the time, guy would be like, you know, 
uh, don't have a good day, have a great day. Yeah. I think a little bit of a playoff of uh, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Mm-hmm. But um, I definitely think they took elements from Fortnite as well for this, uh, being that you know you could you could build stuff in this world, you, you know, weapons, and uh, it's just a lot of chaos. And I love the yeah, the visual element of a lot of this video game world is very bright, very shiny, uh, a lot of neon when it's nighttime. And when they put the glasses on, just how very over the top it was to see all the like the, the things that they could choose of like, you know, oh, play this mission. Play, you know, exactly what we would see playing a video game, looking at our computer and stuff. Um, and Ryan Reynolds, just he really uh, was the perfect guy to lead this movie because he does have such an endearing quality of that everyday lovable Joe, you know, or in this case, Guy, uh, which I love that that's his name. It's just like, hey, it's Guy. It's the guy that runs from the bank. And um, yeah, it was just it was a fun, nerdy movie. I feel like even if you aren't a big over like video game player, like maybe you and I are, I feel there's still enough in this movie that people are going to understand and they will they will love it. I'm not going to be lost of like, oh, is this all nerd culture? No. And speaking of, without giving anything away, there is a lot of great um, in any video game or movie and- references, Easter eggs. So you see a lot of those films, especially towards the last half of the film, which is just it's just great. There's a lot of lot of great jokes. I think the jokes were funny but weren't over the top. Um, and I think this was such a great change from what Ryan Reynolds has been doing uh, last several years with like Deadpool and stuff, where he's kind of more of that. Um, kind of lovable you know a-hole this one he's just this lovable guy you just you love to you 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 hate to hate to love him and uh but you know he's just very you're like you said very endearing in the role um i thought jodie comer which i know you uh have a fan of her work which i haven't gotten to is killing eve um you know this is definitely was a great uh big screen for her you know as she's becoming more and more uh, a presence to be reckoned with in a lot of these films, and of course Joe Carey with uh, Stranger Things, which is great because Sean Levy uh, has uh, worked on Sh- Stranger Things, so it's kind of cool, you know, Joe Carey and Taika Waititi, who plays this megalomaniac, like so into himself over the top version. It's almost like an over the top version of Taika Waititi. It was just really great. See, actually, I will, I'm gonna have to counter and say that was the only thing I did not really like from this movie. I was not a fan of Taika's work in this movie at all, and that's really hard for me to say because typically I'm a big Taika Waititi fan. I uh, love all the projects he's directed and his work in the MCU, et cetera, et cetera. I just didn't buy this. I felt it was too, you know, maybe it's gonna work for a certain type, you know, a certain audience, but I didn't think I laughed at one moment of his. I was actually pretty annoyed when he was on the, on the screen uh, just because it felt so over the top. It was kind of forced, the same. It, it, yeah, and I think this is something that, the only thing that I have a, a, a real kind of, you know, small problem with the movie is I am a big gamer, but I am not a computer gamer. And this is, a, this is where, you know, I feel like if you're gonna, if you're gonna care, um, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in this that is because it's a computer-based game. There's a lot of just like you know uh, lexicon and dialogue about what this game is like when they have the real-world scenes, which is more realistically about this building that's running this game. And a lot of that I didn't really follow because I didn't really know it very well. Um, so actually, I, yeah, I was not quite a fan of him in this movie. 
But I did like uh, Lil Ray Howery. He's always really great. He's very funny in this movie, uh, especially because he's also bringing that element of just everyday cheese that guys as well. And uh, uh, Kirsch Ambudkar is a uh, mouser in this. He's kind of, I love that there's parts of this movie where he's kind of on the bad guy side and then sometimes he's on the good guy side. But I feel like, you know, after seeing some of his stuff, like, you know, of course he's grand pitch perfect. This was a hilarious turn for him to be like very like quick. He's so quick with like the wit and like the lines. And then and Joe had a great uh, kind of like almost a bit of a competition, but then also there's a brotherhood there. You know, they used to uh, make games and stuff together. So this game, this movie had heart. It really did have like a good heart with a lot of fun references. It's a perfect summer like popcorn blockbuster movie. Like you're not going to walk away realistically having like a, you know, oh, I learned a lesson or, you know, my heart got changed or something. You're just going to go away and be like, man, that was a lot of fun. So definitely a great summer popcorn flick. Hopefully maybe we get, um, you know, a sequel down the way. I mean, I'm sure this movie's done pretty well so far and it was a lot of fun. It just shows that they, they definitely could go into, you know, kind of where the movie leaves off, kind of opens the doors for potentially uh, a new chapter. We're not, you know, no guarantee, but I would like to see more from this world and these characters, uh, especially I love the idea of when they become a video game character in this world, they play that video game character as well. Like that was a fun way to keep them in both the real world and the non-real aspects. You know, obviously Ryan Reynolds character cannot go into the real world because he's a video game character, but you know, as, as far as like Judy Comer, she plays a nerdy girl, you know, Millie in real world, but then she's Molotov girl in the video game. I liked how they incorporated all that. Well, and especially if you wanted to take a step further, we, you know, talking about computer games, maybe go into the more of the console games or even more in the virtual reality to take it another step further uh, where it's at. But yeah, I agree. And like, yeah, Ryan Reynolds had confirmed that Disney did want a sequel. So, you know, who knows? Uh, again, this film is top in the charts right now at the box office. And uh, it was definitely well worth the wait uh, to check out this film. So um, I enjoyed it. I know, Chris, you enjoyed it. And I hope that you all enjoy it. And you can definitely go and see this in theaters. That is Free Guy. And that was this edition of Potential Picks. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.